Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Pet Psychic Radio Show with Laura Stinchfield, and I'm Aiku Sahara. Hey, everybody. Welcome today. Welcome, welcome. We have an exciting show today, packed, packed with uh, people and callers, and we'll see, uh, we'll see where it takes us. Yeah. So, so I, so tell us like what have you been up to this week and the anything going on with you and the world? Uh, sure. There's always something going on. <laughs> um, I guess this week um I've just been noticing cuz my house is pretty quiet now that, you know, I went from like a full house of animals in the last, you know, year or so to basically one cat now. So, it's been pretty quiet here, mm. and um, there's, you know, a little bit of sadness, but I think overall I, I'm kind of enjoying and, you know, enjoying the quietness of the house and the cleanliness with the no dog hair is really nice. <laughs> and you're thinking about adopting a poodle, right? Oh, my God. I can't stop looking on PetFinder.com. Like, every day I'm looking at all these dogs, and I want all of them. They're all we're, great. You know, we're going to be talking to some poodles later on in the show I'm that so need homes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm probably going to end the show um, getting a poodle or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm trying to stop myself. I'm trying to, you know, slow down and take at least a couple months to to not have a dog. That's that hard to do. It's really hard to do. I didn't have a dog for like two months, like 15 years ago. And it just felt so empty, even though I had cats. I know. Especially when you're, like, active with them and take them with you everywhere. I know. I notice I haven't been hiking because I don't have a dog to take hiking with me. I know. It feels like at first, like, when I started, when when my dogs got older and they couldn't trail run with me, it felt almost like dangerous to be in in the woods without a dog. You know, I know. And I was like, I felt naked and like vulnerable. I started to carry like like pepper spray and a knife. That's so funny. I put pepper spray on my little hiking bag now. I know. I mean, really, they are like they're good little protectors from like mountain lions and strange people and. <laughs> I know, it's so true. Um, well, what's been going on with you? Well, uh, our family got another dog. Oh, my gosh. I know. We got a little uh, poodle who, um, he came with the name Kirk, but we're not sure if we're going to keep that name. So mm-hmm. everyone wants to name him something that means wisdom. So mm. we're trying we're trying to figure out what that name is. So if anyone listening has any ideas, please call in. I, yeah, I and to... oh, sorry, I just want to give them the call-in number, which is uh, toll-free is eight seven seven six zero four two three seven two. That's eight seven seven six zero four two three seven two. You can also uh, write us a message in the chat room that's open right now, and you can find that. On the Blog Talk Radio um, page on the front, it has like a chat room section. So there is one called the Pet Psychic. So go over there and type us questions about your pet or comment on, you know, suggestions for Laura's new poodle name. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. That means wisdom. I wanted to call him Sparky after Charles Schultz, you know, the creator of the Peanuts. Yeah. Because... Because he um, was, like, one of the first to put human attributes to an animal, like, and to give animals a voice. Mm-hmm. And so, but everyone's, like, Sparky, like, all the animals. They're, like, I don't want to be called Sparky. And Maya from Heaven is, like, Sparky, Mom? Are you serious? They will let me do it. I'm, like, what do we do? And, like, they don't, like, I could so easily name him something. If I couldn't talk to them, I would so easily name him something that nobody liked. 
<laughs> right. I know, right? That's really funny. I know it gets more complicated for you because you can actually hear what they're saying. It does. People think it's easier, but it isn't. Yeah. No, it, no, it is. It's easier. <laughs> um, well, actually, I have a couple questions for you um, that I was thinking about earlier. And have you ever had a situation where you've like met with clients where a pet disclosed something to you that was either scandalous or like funny that you know you couldn't either you couldn't tell the client or you had to tell them but it was something horrible or awkward yes like all the time (laughs) really yeah like one time this is like the worst that um this little Bichon said to me that he like his his I actually went to go and talk to the horse and he she was like oh and I just have my dog in the car he just seems like a little bit sad but would you like ask him like why he's been sad and he's like I don't like the woman that dad's been having over at the house oh no and so like you know I go to like oh you know do you have like a new assistant or like a new cleaning lady or something and the woman's like no and and the dog is like, yeah, she's like, she's like really rude to me. She doesn't want to, pet, she won't pet me or anything. And the woman is like, we don't have any women coming over to the house. Well, it turns out that he was having an affair. <laughs> the dog, oh like, my totally god, told on them, and oh. they got divorced because of it. Really? Yeah. Oh <laughs> I know. That is out of control. I can't believe that this dog created this divorce i know and then they'll say things like they tell on people you know if they like are hitting them or something and so uh but you know sometimes people you know i'm all for humane dog training of course but you know and i lived with maya my wolf dog was like really aggressive especially Mm -hmm. when i first got her she wasn't when she died but when i first got her and like i know that frustration level where people can hit where they can get abusive you know Mm -hmm. right but animals will say to me like what their people do and it's it's really bad like this this one bloodhound he told or she it was a girl she told me that her dad hit her with a baseball bat for barking Mm. and and she had like this really annoying and incessant barking but oh my gosh there's no excuse right for hitting her with a baseball bat and sometimes they like say things that are like that but you know they're they're not that they're joking but they're like they're making more out of a situation but Mm -hmm. this one like i really was nervous and so i said to the guy you know she says that you hit her with a baseball bat and he totally fessed up to it and he was like he was like yeah she was barking and i just wailed her and i was like i'm taking your dog can i take your dog like um like you can't have her anymore and i helped him find her another home and so but, in the end, it got resolved, and he was also okay with you finding it a new home. I mean, yeah, he was hitting her yeah. with a baseball bat. He oh was, I mean, that was like, that was probably like the worst. Mm-hmm. That I, it was pretty bad. Wow. I That's know, so horrible. sad, so sad. But, yeah, he just wanted, yeah, you know, at first he was like a little bit resistant because I think he had like a mental disorder too because he mm. was, he like loved her and like would coddle her and like like would kiss her and like talk about her like she was so wonderful and then on the other hand he would do these like he would be this nasty to her he was like right. all into like handguns <laughs> like he was kind of like a scary client every time I went oh, over to his house I was I mean but you know here he has me he's like on one it's so hard to, it's sometimes it's hard to work with these people because you know on one respect they're like total animal abusers. And on the other respect, they have this humane dog trainer animal communicator coming to the house. So right. It really doesn't really match. Right. There's something in them that's, that I guess maybe they're, you know, interested in getting the help, but they just don't know how it, to approach it. Exactly. And, you know, Linda Tellington-Jones, when I was studying with her, she, like, developed, like, the Tellington Touch. She taught me something that has really um, has been so beneficial to my career. She said meet everyone where they're at, animals and people. And that has just been so amazing to me to like 
to really live by that because we really do whenever we're in a position where we're trying to help the animals the the way we can best serve them is by meeting the people and the animals where they're at and then trying to help them from there it's like right. Like, it's so easy to, like, get in their face and say, you have no compassion, you're a, you know, call them all sorts of words, but that doesn't help the animal. It's like mm-hmm. you have to kind of, like, explain to them that, like, this behavior that they've been doing is not right and that they need to change and these are the reasons why. You're like a animal therapist. <laughs> I am. Animal and family <laughs> therapist. Know. Like, instead I of would... MFT, you're like AFT. Yeah, it's, it's so That's cool. Awesome. People have told me I thought about it at one point, you know, going for for animals or for people therapy because I thought, God, this is, you know, people used to say to me, like, not only have you changed my relationship with my pet, but you've changed my relationship with my kids and my husband or my, or my wife and my kids, you know, because wow. it, it makes people think about, like, how are they communicating and, like, how are they – you know, mm-hmm. if, are they communicating clearly and are they being heard? That's awesome. So, That's so yeah. cool. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got a bunch of callers, so let's take a call totally unscreened. I don't know who's going to come up, so all listeners, get ready. It might be you. <laughs> You're on the air. Who's this? Who are we? To? Hello? Hello? Like a great... Hi. You're You're on the air. Am I the one on the air? You're the one on the air. (laughs) Okay, Brad, just to make sure, right? Yeah. So so what's your name? My name is Brad, and I'm in Ojai. Oh, hi, Brad, in Ojai. And I have two dogs, and one of my dogs, Sophie, um, about probably a couple months ago, um, she's about nine years old, um, not a runaway, get out kind of dog, but she um, was out of the yard a couple of times because the gate was ajar and neighbors put her back in. Um, not too long after that, she started getting out and she, it wouldn't have been too hard for her to because the, it, she never tried, so the yard wasn't overly secure. Right. Um, it's now become an absolute obsession, and I cannot keep her in the yard. Oh, no. Brad, do I know you and Sophie? I don't think you do, know. Oh, no. Okay. Do you know that Sophie means wisdom? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I just was tying into my name search <laughs> yeah, thing. That, so, that, uh, so tell me. And Brad also is from my hometown, for all those people that don't know that I'm from Ojai. Um, so Brad, tell me this, like, what does Sophie look like? She is a little white scruffy terrier. Um, some people have said she kind of looks like a West Highland terrier. Um, okay. And, and, about 20 pounds. and what do we want to ask her exactly? Do we want to ask her like, why are you getting out or do you want to just why, tell her? To... Well, I, I need her not to do it because she's sometimes ended up by Highway 33. Sometimes oh, she just wanders in front of the house. Sometimes is... she sits on the hill. Um, and I don't really understand why, you know, um, she's never, you can leave the what? gate open and she wouldn't leave. So I'm, okay. I'm trying to understand why she's doing it and what I can do to stop it. Okay. So let me let me get a hold of her and ask her what's going on. Okay. Hold on. I get her. She says the reason why she's doing it is because she's getting bored and she'd like you to take you up the hill where there's the view. She'd like to take me up the hill where there's the view? Yeah, she wants you to take her up the hill where there's a view. Is that Shelf Road? Um, We used to live up in Skyline, the place that we lived before this, which is kind of across 33 from where we are now on Barbara. And we've also lived up in Upper Ohio on a hill. She says, I know that it's dangerous, but I'm really careful. And I've never been hit by a car. But that's still not okay, right? And do you feel like she's careful or no? I don't. I feel like she is 
um, easily distracted. She's not good in, you know, noisy or busy situations. She gets okay. Sick. Okay, let me let me tell her how. Like what I'm going to tell her is that there's there's a lot, and like you all can can say to animals too that are, have this similar situation is that that when you leave the yard you can get into a lot of danger. And then you want to picture in your head, like, what all that danger is. And so you could picture her, like, getting hit by a car and, like, actually, like, kind of feel the pain in your body of her getting hit by a car. Um, Or you could get stolen, which is somebody picking her up, putting her in the car, and taking her very far away from her people and be her being scared and not being able to come back. Um, or her getting injured and and lost and not being able to find her way back and how scary that would be. Um, and then you can picture yourself like really sad. But then also picture yourself, but when you stay in the yard, you're really safe and we're really happy. And then picture her like in the yard really, really safe. So I sent that to her too. I said that. So let's see what she says about that. She said, oh, that sounds really scary, but one time I hurt my leg, and I have a high tolerance for pain. It didn't hurt that much. <laughs> she was kind of arguing. Did she hurt her leg? Do you remember that? She used to have where her um, her back leg would, you know, they would kind of pop out, like, because she has. Oh, her luxated um, patella, yeah. Yeah, that, is, that, um, is that hasn't been in a really, really long time, but she used to have that happen. Oh, maybe that's what she's talking about. I'll tell her it's worse than that if she gets hit by a car. And that she also, like, when they sort of, like, and some of you may know, like, your animals that sort of, like, a hat you can kind of tell like if they're kind of spunky or sassy, like if they have kind of like a sassy personality. Um, you can tell them that, like, that there's a lot of things that happen in the world that they don't understand. And, like, a, like there's a lot of wonderful things that can happen in their future. But if they're not conscious of what they're doing, there can be a lot of terrible things that they don't know about, too, and that she really needs to be conscious of that. She sort of, You can tell she sort of has felt really safe with you and that she doesn't really – she can't really imagine anything really terrible happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. She said if she got stolen, she'd maybe run away. <laughs> but she might get stolen and taken out of Ojai. Right. If you think it's important for me to stay in the yard, can you ask Dad to give me an outing in the morning? And they normally have a dog door, and I just haven't been able to have that open now because of this problem right yeah so she i think she understands now so you just want to keep reminding her and keep talking to her about it okay okay all right thanks 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 for calling in brad we got to get to the next caller thanks so much okay uh so we got our uh one of our first uh callers paula the the guest caller so um, we're going to get her on here. Okay. Hey, Paula. Hello. I'm here. Hi. Hi, Hi. Paula. Very nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Great. So, Paula, mm-hmm. tell us your story, right? You are a foster. Is that correct? Correct. I and foster for various rescue groups, dogs. Oh, you do? How many rescue groups do you foster for? Uh, two or three. Oh, wow. And I do volunteer many- work at the shelters and... Um, but anyway, I'm very active in volunteering for uh, rescue dogs. Right. And you have um, a dog named Cookie, right? I sure do. I have Cookie, who I love to pieces. And, and we're getting... Go ahead. No, go ahead. And I'm getting ready to move her tomorrow to uh, another place to stay. Um, I've had her 10 months, and 
she's just um, not really growing where she's at now. She has some dog aggression issues which prevent her from interacting with my pack. And so she's spent she spends most of her time isolated. She's not allowed to mingle with the pack. And um, I've taken her a lot of dog training classes and... Um, I just I'm moving her because I need something better for her uh, to give her a better chance uh, to help um, train her and hopefully find her her forever home. And where where are you moving her to? I'm moving her to Southern California to the uh, Santa Clarita area mm-hmm. uh, from Rancho Cordova, uh, which is up by Sacramento. And is she going to a home? She's going to a. a a sort of boarding training facility. Okay. Is it Sandy's place? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, so what we're going to do, and so what I'm going to do is get a hold of her and tell her that when she's leaving tomorrow, right? Right. And so when, when you want to tell an animal the time frame, you want to picture the sun setting and then rising and then her leaving. So just. Uh, so you know, and then um, and that so you want to tell her that she's going to be safe and um, that will she be able to see you again? I hope so. The okay. main thing I want her to know is that she's not leaving because she's a bad dog. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me get Cookie. And uh, while I talk to Cookie, why don't you explain to the listeners what Cookie looks like? Cookie is, um, I think she's a Labrador mix. She has webbed feet. She loves the water. She's a good-sized dog, probably 80 pounds. She's uh, mostly a light tan and white. Her white, her face is white. Um, she has gold eyes. Um, she might have bull terrier in her, the way her face kind of looks, but she has these big stand-up ears. Um, but, okay, uh, she's a- she... She says that she that she knows that she's going because you've told her. So that's good that she's been understanding you. And that she says that um, she's really scared to go and that you've been the only one that she feels that has really loved her. So it's really scary, but she trusts you and she knows that um, that what you are doing for her, it must be the best thing. And she says that she wants to learn. I'm scared I'll never know her again. And I, I told her that what you could do is sometimes at nighttime, if you think about her or just any time during the day, if you a quiet time, you could think about her and talk to her in your mind, and she'll get it. Okay. I'm a little concerned how she's going to be on the ride in the car on the way down She wants to know if you'll tell the new person to scratch her all over her body and on her belly. I will. She likes that. The ride might make me nervous. Mm -hmm. I might pant a lot. Yeah. And so we can tell her to lick and yawn and blink her eyes. And then for, like, dogs that have problems in cars, you want to tell them to look out into the distance if they're going to look out the window because a lot of them look close and then everything's moving so fast they get dizzy. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Paula, for calling in. Absolutely. I just really wanted her to know she's not leaving because we think she's a bad dog and that we really do love her. I know I'm not bad, she says. She treats me well. Oh. She's adorable. We're going to put her picture up on uh, my website, which is thepetpsychic.com, if anyone is interested in adopting Cookie. Great. great. Well, thank yeah. you, Paula. Thank you Thanks, so much. Paula. She has, like, the most beautiful smile, this dog. You're going to die oh. when you see this picture. Oh. She has, like, wanna... these, like, chestnut eyes <laughs> and, like, these pink ears, and, like, she's so beautiful. <laughs> Awesome. So yeah, go to thepetpsychic.com to check out those those pictures. Um, we'll be posting them shortly. Yeah, and like one we, ear sticks up and the other one goes oh, really? down. There, it's Sorry. not up there, right? Is it not up there yet? It's, no, it's, it's going not to be up there yet. Yeah, we'll okay. see. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Jenny. Is it Jenny and Matthew? Or I, I couldn't hear earlier. So Jenny? Yeah. Okay, Jenny great. Hey um, there, guys. Hello. How are you? Um, I faced 
I Facebooked you earlier. We have a dog who's afraid of everything, including his own shadow, but especially of Matthew. Hmm. And he lives in your home with you? Uh, yes, he lives at the home with us. Okay. And so, um, so what does the dog look like? He's a small black and tan. He's half Jack Russell, half Cocker. So he's okay. pretty black. Little tan, little tan eyebrows and little tan feet. And uh, what's his name? His name is Mason, and he's about 15 pounds, just adorable, but as I said, afraid of every leaf that blows by. Oh, and so is he, does he have a forever home with you? Is he going to stay with you? What's, what's the story there? We're trying. We've tried everything, you know, possible. We had a doggy psychologist come out. We've had uh-huh. him to a friend who was a search dog trainer, and it's just kind of gotten to the point where we really don't know what to do with him. And why? And is it is it be- because he's scared of Matthew? And does he bark at Matthew, or does he just kind of run away from Matthew? Both. 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 Okay. You actually have a really common problem. Lots of times when people rescue dogs, sometimes the the dog is scared of the male in the house. And it's from something that happened in their past. And dogs can have post-traumatic stress symptoms just like humans can. And so there's a lot of things. And we'll, I'm going to talk to Nathan and tell him that um, that Matthew is safe. And that the one of the main things I'll also tell him is that people body language and dog body language is different. Um, men are more intense with their body. And sometimes that's scary for dogs. And so one of the things that Matthew wants to think about when he's working with Nathan or when he's trying to interact with Nathan is not to look Nathan right in the eye because eye contact is going to scare him. So if he looks at him, you can look in his eye and then, then advert his gaze or look at, his, at Nathan's chest. The other thing is bend with your knees, not with your torso because in dog language, going over a dog is a threatening stance. So you want to bend with your knees, not with your torso. And then also, dogs don't greet each other um, square on, So, meaning shoulder to shoulder. If you've noticed, they greet nose to rear. And so what's important for Matthew is to greet him with his shoulder to Nathan, not facing him straight on. And then, of course, lowering his, like making his voice maybe a little higher and a little softer. That will also help. Um, but kind of just bear with it. Like sometimes it can take, I've seen it, you know, come around really fast. And then others I've seen like with the really highly stressed dogs that take like a year for the dog to, 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 um, let go of all that post-traumatic stress symptoms. But the main thing is not to take it personally, Matthew. It has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with that you're a man and your body language. Um, but let me, yeah, I know. It's, like, so hurtful. Like, so many people are just devastated because they're so sweet and they they really want the animal to love them. And it's really hard not to take it personally. But don't take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. Um, yeah, I mean, when you have, like, a highly socialized dog and then they don't like someone, then you've got to take mental note of it. But if you have, like, a dog that's been a rescue and been saved and been abused and you don't really know its history, you can't take any of that personally. It could be, like, a smell. It could be your shampoo. It could be, you know, like, a certain color clothing that you wear. It could be, like, a just a gesture that you do that could um, set off a um, an old memory. Uh, okay, uh. hold on. Yeah, let me get Nathan and see what he says. He says that he likes he likes Matthew's voice, but he gets scared of him walking towards him, and so maybe if he had his back towards him. Okay. He says he likes how Matthew thinks about him because he knows Matthew feels troubled. Okay. 
I had my neck strangled by a guy. Oh. He lifted me up and threw me. Oh. That's bad. I also had my legs pinched. Sometimes that's like an old dog training method to pinch the paws when they jump. Oh. Yeah, it's like old school. It would help me if Matthew whispered and gave me little pieces of bacon treats. <laughs> you know what, do you know what that is? Yeah, but they might fight over it. <laughs> Who, Matthew and Nathan? <laughs> yeah, he, Matthew's British. He loves bacon. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but, it was really good to know is that he really wants to work on it. And sometimes with these dogs, they'll talk to me and they sound way more confident than they actually are exhibiting. And that's sort of how Nathan feels. So it, I really think he'll come around. You just have to be really patient and listen to your body, watch your body language. Um, yeah. Keep us posted. Yeah, keep us posted. We're local, so I will. Okay, great. Great. Cool. Thank you, guys. Okay, you guys take care. It's so hard for families like that. I know, it's I know. It's a hard thing. I knew this one man who, who, it was like three years or something, and the dog, it took for the dog to, like, really come to. But he mm-hmm. was like a saint. He would, like, walk the dog every day and everything. He was Aww. like, he had this fortitude. It was so sweet. And now, you know, they curl up on the couch together. They absolutely love each other. Right. It's just, it takes time. Some, it You does. know, the PTSD is a serious thing. I mean, it's serious for people. It's serious for animals. And it's just going to take time. I know. And then, you know, I heard that it takes about eight months for an animal that's rescued to get back to, like, their normal levels. And so sometimes what happens is, like, a dog will be okay, and then they'll start exhibiting these symptoms because yeah. what happens is the dog starts to feel safe in the home, and then all of a sudden their mind is able to process all that information. And so right. then they all the PTSD symptoms start coming up. So it can be a while to, like, work through it all. I know. Well, you know what? We have a question in our chat room from Mary Margaritaville. It says, uh, what's wrong with my cat Frisky? He's very aggressive towards me. I feed, play with him, clean litter box, yet he loves my husband. And he's little. He's a little dog and follows him, uh, follows him around to the bathroom, etc. Um, Frisky is a white and gray long-haired domestic cat, about 14 pounds. Okay. Okay. Hold up. Let's get frisky. White and gray domestic cat, 14 pounds. Okay. She said she also posted the photo on your Facebook wall. Oh, she did. <laughs> Maybe I'll go and see it. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, he's adorable. Oh, he's got a beautiful coat. What's your uh, Facebook page name um it's laura stinchfield slash pet psychic okay okay um frisky cat and so he's aggressive to her right yeah likes the husband aggressive towards her Because she wants to take over the house. Why does she want to take over the house? She takes my dad away from me. I wonder, did did she have him before? Did who? Did, did Mary? Did he have? Did he have? Um, the, the husband. Before? Yeah, the husband. Oh. Uh, she said Frisky was a stray that I took in about eight to nine years ago. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. 
I don't want her ever to ruffle my head. She probably doesn't. <laughs> you know, she probably doesn't dare. <laughs> she says that um she yeah, he was astray and the husband didn't want him and she you know, it sounds oh. like she's the one who, who took him in yet. Let me explain that to him. He said, he said, my mom is super intense, and me and my dad are quieter. She has a lot of power in the house. <laughs> sounds like Frisky is just jealous. It sounds like he's jealous, yeah. So, uh, um, <laughs> so I'm going to explain to him that it's good that there's a powerful woman in the house. Yeah. And that they can share. The best way to share is with me in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) He said, she saved me because I mind controlled her. Oh my gosh, Frisky sounds like that such a funny character. He sounds like the ruler of the house. That's hysterical. You know what? She also wrote that um, Frisky <laughs> is a very vo is very vocal. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like uh, yeah, he's the ruler of the house. I don't know what else to tell you, Mary. Uh, <laughs> I know, Frisky, honey, lick and yawn, blink your eyes, calm yourself. Yeah. And that it's nice to be communicative to everyone, to love everyone. It's your family. You have to love your family. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's get to a caller before our guest. Okay. Um, Lori, <laughs> you're on the air. Are you there, Lori? I am here. Hi, Laura. Hi, Lori. Um, I posted a picture of my small dog, Ha Ha. She's 120 pounds. I just posted her picture on your Facebook page. Oh, cool. Her name is Bella. She's a great Pyrenees. And my question for you to ask her is, is that a face or what? Um, Yeah, she is adorable. (laughs) She's absolutely gorgeous. She looks very serious. Yeah, for for once. I started working with a trainer a little while ago and then kind of wasn't sure if what she was suggesting was the right thing to do with her. But but really what I want to know about Bella is, does she want to kill other dogs when she sees them or does she just want to play? Does she have dog aggression? <laughs> does she? I, I know she has dominance issues. Okay. I, I don't think and I don't feel in my heart, nor does the trainer, think that she's has aggression problems where she Okay, let's ask her. Do you want to kill another dog or do you want to play? Okay. Hold on, let me get Bella. She's thirteen months. Beautiful. Now she's she's two and a half. Oh. Oh now she's two and a half. Okay. On this picture she was thirteen months. Okay, hold on. Some dogs really make me nervous. I get unsettled when I'm around them. And I don't know how to be more confident. I'm scared I'm scared when I'm around them and I find myself moving my mouth. I don't really know what to do. So, um She's sort of being reactive and uh, because she's she's frightened because she doesn't really know what to do. And so have you guys been teaching her, like, what to do and, like, what, what have you been teaching her? Well, the, the funniest thing is I found a park, a huge park here in Newberry Park. It's not a dog mm-hmm. park. It's a people park. 
um, usually there's nobody there, and we'll go there, and I can take her off leash way at the other end. Mm. But sometimes the other dogs will come in in the meantime, and you know she'll run. If she's off leash, and the other dogs are off leash, uh huh, she's perfectly fine. Okay. If so. she sees a dog on leash and she's on leash, she wants to kill him. Well, it appears she wants to kill him. Um, so I don't get that either. Like, I okay. And if she, she's... We were there the other day, and two dogs were there, and one was a boxer and one was something else. It looked like a boxer, but it wasn't. And I yelled to the two gals. They said, "Don't put your don't don't leash him." And they go, oh, "We're not going to." They, okay. She laid down and even rolled over on her back. Oh, okay. Submissive position. Okay, that's submissive. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I feel like I can't move around as much. And I get really terrified. When she's on leash. When she's on leash. But a lot of times leash aggression can stem from the handler. And so what you want to do is watch your, I mean, it can be more than that, but you want to watch that when you see another dog that you don't prepare for seeing another dog by wrapping the leash around your hand. Because what that does is it sends a message to her that something's wrong with the situation. And then also you want to make sure that that leash is always slack because dogs have what we call calming signals, and that's body language that they use to calm themselves and communicate with other animals. And some of them are licking, yawning, blinking the eyes, moving the head, and turning around. And sometimes if we hold that leash tight, she's not able to do those calming signals because we're holding the leash too tight. Okay. So it, it what, could... The said the exact same thing to me. We were walking, good. and two golden retrievers were coming towards us, and I said, here goes. And... He, Bella jumped on the other dogs, right. and they said to me, don't ever do that again. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is, like, when we, and it's, I know what it's like to have an aggressive dog because I was there, and it takes a lot of training on your part to be able to think positively because they pick up, especially when you're their person and their handler. Like, every little thing, like, if you see, Linda Tillington-Jones used to tell me, catch the behavior before it happens. And that's like, so when you say, here it goes, instead of, you should have said, let's go, Bella, and taken her in the other, taken her in the opposite way, get her a little bit farther back until you can collect yourself and she can be collected. So as soon as you sort of feel yourself going, uh-oh, it's going to happen, or if you see her mouth shutting or her, her body getting stiff or her starting to stare, that is when you need to be positive and think, okay, how can I change this image into what Bella needs to do? And she needs to lick and yawn and blink her eyes and get away at first from the situation so, so she can a- approach appropriately. Is the but, gentle leader is adding, a great – No, is, the is gentle – because, you know, she will the, rub her face on the grass, and when we get home and I take it off, and she rubs her nose on her bed. Yeah, no, the gentle leader is an excellent tool because you can teach her how to turn her head away with the gentle leader. You can teach her a look away with the gentle leader. That is exactly what she should be on. But does she know so, that? Um, I'm going to tell her that, and then we're going to get to our our next caller. So hold on. Okay, I tell her she's got to listen to you and her trainer. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you, Lori. Thanks for your call. She said, it helps me when mom turns her shoulder to where I want to look. That's that's a great tip right there. And that came from her. Huh. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Think positive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, we got our guest caller, um, Annabelle. Great. Yeah. Hey, Annabelle. Hello. Hi, Annabelle. Thanks for calling in. You're so welcome. (laughs) So, Annabelle, tell us about your organization. We are Cold Noses, Warm Hearts, nonprofit rescue group. And what's the website for that? 
coldnoses.org. There's only five of us, and we placed about 267 dogs last year. Oh, wow. Which I think is pretty amazing for us. That is. a lot of dogs. Yeah. And do you have mostly little dogs, or do you have big dogs and little dogs? We... I, I am standard poodle rescue and papillon rescue. I mean, I was that before I had a nonprofit rescue group. So I always take standard poodles. But mm-hmm. I have a Doberman right now who was taken away from owner special circumstances. Now the guy's in jail. So mm-hmm. I have her looking for home. But we mostly take small, little, foofy dogs or dogs that, Nobody can afford, like I'm getting a Pomeranian today that has to have his leg amputated. Oh, so poor little was, guy. Yeah, it was an owner turn in, and it broke his leg like four months ago, and they couldn't afford to do anything, and so they just left it broken. Hmm. So, who know, are we going to talk to today? Uh, who would you like to talk to? So we we have photos of Smokey and Chico. And Smokey is a neutered male, two-year-old mm-hmm. poodle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, on your website, it said he's outgoing, playful, affectionate, full of love and joy. He is. He he gets a little angry at the other dogs, especially around food. But he's not really a dog. I don't know if he doesn't like them. He was brought here because... He in the shelter he went after the hand, but I'd go after the hand too, you oh. know that flat, plastic hand. Yeah. Um, but he's he's wonderful, but he's not really a dog dog. So I don't know if he just what's going on. Maybe you can ask him what does he not like other dogs? Does he only want to be the only dog? Okay, let's ask him. And why don't you explain um, to our listeners why I ask him what exactly he looks like? He's a gray mini poodle, adorable. He's pretty short right now because he was just matted solid. Very, very loving guy. A little leggy, but not more than less than 10 pounds. But, I mean, he'll be a great dog for somebody. I just don't know if he should be an only dog or if he really likes other dogs, but he's intimidated because we have so many or what. And where so, did he come from? Where did he you find him? He came from it? the Santa Maria shelter. Oh, wow. He, he says that um, he wants an, uh, a home where people walk him a lot and uh-huh. where people like classical music. <laughs> and, okay. And, <laughs> classical music, okay. And he, and he said that he, um, that he, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, he says he likes that. He would like a home with another dog, but a, like an apricot small dog. So I wonder if he lived with another poodle. He possibly, you know, who knows? I mean, okay. I like apricot females. <laughs> yes, he is. He does like females. He just got neutered, so he's still in the little that mode, you know. So okay. I really want a home bad. I know, and I feel so bad because he's very cute. I haven't had him that long. Now, he says you pet him really nice. Yeah, he's very yeah. sweet. Now, the other dog you were talking about, Chico. Mhm. I have had him a long time, and I don't know why. He's adorable, and oh. he's really young. I yeah, did so place him, and the lady thought she should leave the front door open, so he uh-huh. almost got run over. So I took him back. Oh my and gosh. I haven't been able to place him. He gets overlooked. And I, uh, one thing you can ask him, like, when if I take him to dog fairs mm-hmm. where there's a lot of people and dogs, he is crazy. He'll, like, act like he's going to snap at people and bark and jump. And oh. I don't know, does he not like to be there? I mean, we can't take and, him but anymore. He, but he likes other dogs, and he's good with children. He plays with right? them all the time. But when we're at dog adoption events and there's a lot of people and stuff around, oh. he's just we can't okay. let him near people. 
And where did uh, Chico come from? Owner turn in. Owner turn in. Okay. Never I been around of, other dogs. I kind of want to stay with Annabelle. Oh, Is no, he living with you? Yes. Because she gives me good food and she cares about me. <laughs> but he'd be so much happier with someone else. I have so many dogs, you know, and of my own. And I have own. friends here. I know they all want to stay with you, huh? I know, but they. <laughs> but why would he act out? You know, act like that when we okay, take him places. Let me explain to him that you're trying to find him a home like you are better. Better when you, than me. when you take him. Okay. Sounds like he's just uh, maybe he's acting out because he knows he can just stay with you forever <laughs> if he just acts yeah, out. Yeah, but he can't. <laughs> I have eleven dogs of my own, and I'm just not the best <gasps> home, you know. I mean, yeah, he deserves better than me because I have so many dogs of my own. Yeah, you can't take in every and dog. He's just so wonderful and gentle. And somebody did take him last week, and then she was allergic to him. I'm not sure why, but oh. and she was just devastated because she loved him. Yeah, he says that he would like a home with kids because he loves kids. But see, like maybe two kids, and they look like they're older, like seven and eleven. But why does he go after them when we're at little dog fairs? Then says it scares the kids. He like barks and jumps at them. I want to stay with Annabelle. Well, that can't. You can't. I'm just not a good home. You can find a much better home than me. Right, and that you do, I would imagine, right, that you do all, like, home checks and... Yeah. Is that correct? Right. And that you, you really make sure that they find a good home, that you screen each home. So I'll tell we, him that that you're screening we, the homes. You're not just going to give him to anyone. No. I mean, but, I, and, you know, he has been go- gone out twice, but he keeps coming back, and I don't know if that's affecting him, and I feel really bad. Because he's really cute. He now. says, "Cause I'm saying to them, bring me back." So it it sounds like he's really trying to pick his home. About he's got to give it a longer time. He's got to like open up his mind and and really think about that he can have a better home than he can even really imagine now. And he's got to be open to that future. And you need to tell him that because yeah, tell him there's a much better home than me out there. Mm-hmm. I mean. He could be just the only little prima donna and go places and have so much fun. (laughs) With me, you know, I just have so many dogs. It's ridiculous. He says, can I have a harness on when he goes out? He he usually does have a harness on. Oh, good. And if you want to take a look at these dogs and um, adopt them, are we going to have info on our website as well or... We will. Uh, we'll have info on thepetpsychic.com. And then also you can go to Annabelle's website, which is coldnoses.org. And there's lots of dogs on there, right, Annabelle, with their pictures? Yep. we have 17 dogs. And where and are you located? We're in at 5758 Hollister Avenue in Goleta, inside my grooming shop at the Little Dog House. All right. So yeah. this is in Goleta, California. Yes. Yeah, and Annabelle, can you give your phone number too? Eight oh five nine six four two four four six. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Thank you guys very much. Put the thank good you, vibes Annabelle. out there for Chico, please. Yeah, we thank will. you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Keep telling Chico that to be open to a better future than he can imagine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Annabelle, thank you for everything thank that you. you do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And a little plug for Annabelle's grooming shop. She does. She has a little dog house in Goleta. It's a Aww. great dog grooming place. Cool. What is what is that place called? Do you know? It's called the Little Dog House. Oh, the Little Dog House. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome that she she um gets all those dogs. I mean, that's a lot. What did she say? Two hundred and fifty or two hundred and seventy-five? I know. That's really is. Amazing what she does. It really. is. They're cute um, little guys on the website. Every single one of them was adorable. I know. You're going to get me in trouble. I'm going to end <laughs> up with, like... Oh, Do you want no. me to ask uh, Smokey anything for you? Oh, is Smokey, Smokey is the gray one. Yeah, or Chico. Do you want Chico? I want a standard poodle. Oh, yeah. We should have asked Annabelle about that standard poodle that might come in. Oh, my gosh. No, I'll have her 
<laughs> I don't want to be tempted. They're going to all live at my house. <laughs> you don't want to be tempted. You want to adopt one. You're ready. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I want to go quickly um, get to, we have a lot of callers on the line, and I just want to oh. say thanks for your patience to everyone. Um, but we have a couple questions in the chat room. And if you're interested in the chat room, you can go on the blogtalkradio.com. And on the front page, there'll be a live chat um, section for Pet Psychic Radio. Uh, there's one with Barbara. I don't know if you're still um, listening to us, but she has a cat named Charlie that chews the hair off her front legs. Oh. Um, she's a 15-year-old tuxedo cat. Oh, okay. Says, Why does Charlie chew the hair off her front legs? Okay, hold on. Let's get Charlie. They do like an itching all the way down them. Hmm. Maybe he's an allergy it, or something. It hurts a lot. It's like a pain. Can you tell my mom I want wet food with a little water in it? That's an interesting request. Mm. Maybe that's like gravy? Wet food. Mm. And I want a softer pillow on the bed. Um, I will say this about like the licking of the front paws, like hers feels kind of itchy, but... She should run a blood panel because um, Makia, my cat, used to do that and still does it actually a little bit. And um, she didn't really seem to be sick or anything, um, but I took her in and ran a blood panel on her and she was diabetic. So Mm -hmm. it, it could be like a symptom of something else. So I would, especially at 15, I'd run a blood panel. Okay, she says okay. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> She's listening. Um, so cool. Well, yeah, that's really important. Wait, what was the wheatgrass thing last week? Weren't we talking about wheatgrass juice? Oh, was yeah, that, that I I was giving Stormy, uh, Stormy and Joey, Stormy my Aussie and Joey my cat wheatgrass to help with their allergies and their mm. um and so Joey was getting wheatgrass like on his actual um rash and mm-hmm. internally. So that's something that maybe you could do for her and see if it goes away, like put it on her actual arms. All right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, try try that out and make sure to get that blood panel and check in with your doctor and make sure everything's cool with um, the blood panel. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, we got some more callers on the line, and um, I just want to tell our callers um, to – have the question that they want to ask in their mind. What is the thing, you know, if you want to explain to them what to do before they go? Oh, yeah. Um, To think about the question that you want to ask your animal and ask your question um, to your animal before you get online with me so that your animal's ready. And you can tell your animal that that they're going to be talking to a human that's going to reach them in their mind and heart. So to listen... And just and then, give us your name and a description of what kind of pet you have. Oh, so actually, we are running out of time. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize what time it was. It went by so quickly today. I'm so sorry, you guys, um, who are on on hold today. Give us a call. Um, maybe we can answer a couple of extra questions in the chat room if people want to um, stay in the chat room after the show ends. Okay. And we can just answer just a couple questions there. So check us out um, in the chat room on blogtalkradio.com. And uh, check us out on Pet Psychic, what is it, thepetpsychic.com. Yes. For more And we're going to have a new Facebook page up, Pet Psychic Radio. That will be up in the next uh, week or so. Next week or so, yeah. So check us out. Yeah. Thank you for your patience for all of our callers. I'm so sorry we didn't get to you all. Um, an hour is really short for all the call, calls that we get, and um, but we, we love your calls, so keep calling every week, and hopefully we can answer your questions. And if you have some uh, emails, just email us at petpsychicradio at gmail.com, and we can try and answer them on the air next week. Yeah, 
Great. And we're on um, Thursday, 12 Pacific Standard Time, every Thursday. Thanks for calling in, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next week. See you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.